Hey beautiful souls, hope you're doing well. And today I'm really excited because we are going to have a guest who is going to be featured on my podcast and yeah. Uh so welcome to Shalom Talks and in this episode we're going to talk about mental health and mental illness. Trust me, you're going to like this. So stay tuned. excited uh, to introduce our guest who is featured for today's podcast and we have Amna Hashmi who is a clinical psychologist and I couldn't be more happier to have her on my podcast so welcome Amna uh thank you so much i'm really delighted to be here hello Amna today we'll be talking about mental health and mental illness. So Yes. What do you think about mental health? Well, um honestly, mental health is you know, um uh, we've all been hearing this old saying a healthy body is the index of an of a healthy mind. You know, all this started um uh, this is a very old thing but as time went on people did discover the difference between the mind and the brain uh, maybe people would have uh, heard of this you know this philosophy of the mind and the brain and the differences and all that so uh, basically just in short the mind is the you know part of well it's not a part of your brain it's what makes you you it's part of you that you cannot touch yes i couldn't agree more with you on that and um of recent we've seen everybody reacting about mental health all of a sudden there's this new trend that people are more concerned about people are advocating people are talking about it people are posting about um things which um a concern with mental health men- one's mental well-being and i do think that it is a good way to start um you know uh, to start a revolution uh when it comes to taking care of oneself right because um a few decades ago mental health it was still hidden under the bush right not many people knew what it actually was and now that everybody has the awareness everybody is slowly talking about it i do think that we are going towards a wonderful change what do you say amna
about how people should focus on themselves yes um you know uh the thing is what i believe i could be wrong this is just my perspective of course um no matter what you do there are going to be people who will always 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 find something wrong with you but the people who are going to accept you they will accept you so i believe it's better to choose yourself over people who are going to you know deny you leave you judge you or do harm to you or say things to you or do anything negative or bad to you or behind your back even it's better that they get filtered out whilst you get help you know you'll get to know who's right who's wrong who's good who's bad basically i think um i know people are scared of you know going to therapists psychologists psychiatrists but what i believe what my perspective or my preference or my thought process is is it is that you know uh once you decide to go to seek some help I think you're doing two good things at the same time. One, getting two, you're filtering out all the toxic and bad people out of your life. Because I believe that's an event that proves that these people, these particular people are the people that aren't true to you. At some point in your life they're either going to stab you in the back or they're not going to stand for you people who don't understand that you're sick make fun of your sickness you don't need them around you you don't need their opinions why are you even worried about what they think they can think what they want to you should think about yourself you should think about you You should think about I want to be a better person. I want peace. Why let someone else's thoughts destroy your own peace? Why are you giving someone more priority over yourself? You should be your own first priority. Yes. Um, you know how people work out, people um, try all sorts of things. There's this keto dieting and yes. uh, people exercise, people hit the gym, people make sure that um, you know they stay 
their particular disorder illnesses or they're trying to use some mild subtle words they might say um i have a condition that uh, doesn't allow me to do this or that particular thing so that's what i believe can you give us a few examples of uh, mental conditions and mental illnesses just uh, name a few okay um mental conditions could be let's say you know uh, even in uh, mental conditions it could be depending on the severity and the intensity and all that it could be many things um you're scared because it's uh, there's a thunderstorm outside and you're scared of lightning um so what's your current state of mind that's a condition right it's a condition um then there could be um a phase of depression that's going on for a week or two let's say you just broke up so you're depressed you are genuinely depressed we can't say no you're not depressed you're just sad you're depressed you're not eating you're not you're either eating too much or you're not eating you're either sleeping too much or you're not sleeping you can't really say that if a person eats a lot and sleeps a lot has depression or if a person uh sleeps less or eats less has depression depression comes in these both you know shapes or phases or whatever you can call them so if somebody's had a breakup if someone's loved one uh loved one has died well honestly that's um that's a very big example because that could trigger mental uh illnesses i believe a disorder could be something more intense than illness because illness could be cured illness could be something which could be which i believe uh, in my terms illness could be something that's uh, a little a bit short term than a disorder because there are some disorders that go on for your lifetime your entire lifetime yes so but an illness it can be cured and a condition it's very limited like if you've broken up you might move on in two or three weeks or even if you don't move on yes exactly you might at least recover or start to recover and what is the difference between chronic conditions and for example mm-hmm. when we when we talk about depression Okay so um as i said there's depression um the breakup example that i used that's depression it is depression or 
maybe you failed an exam um you worked hard for something or lost a job or some anything like that you could be depressed for a few days you wouldn't eat uh, or you would eat a lot you wouldn't sleep or you would sleep a lot you'll be totally helpless and hopeless if somebody says come on cheer up you'd be like no um there's nothing left in life there's nothing good left in life that attitude you know the attitude that nothing good is ever going to come that's depression but clinical depression that is something else that's different that is when you need clinical help when you need a therapist it's way different i won't go into the symptoms because um if i you know just uh, summarize them people might start self diagnosing which is going to be really bad but um clinical depression is something different and trust me it's not what you find on google it's not what you find on articles uh what you find on articles is definitely. probably just a summary that i would have said. definitely not what you find on webmd i mean um you know everybody when yeah. you actually go through some kind of a sickness or something you the first thing you do you google yourself mm-hmm. you google whatever you're feeling and then whatever results web md or google exactly uh, shows you you do get convinced and the funny thing you know what i really find very humorous is almost every single disease or every single symptom has one condition of cancer and i mean no offense <laughs> to anybody but i find it very um jarring you know yes because that also takes a toll on your mental health it does uh, especially if you're someone who is mentally sensitive if you are weak or if you're already going through too much and when you come across things like that you do have an effect of overthinking over assuming yes exactly um, getting frightened beyond what you have to so, exactly um you know i've been studying psychology for about um how many 5 years now because um uh i'm currently doing my bachelor's in clinical psychology this is my last year but before my bachelor's i uh had psychology as a subject in um my intermediate which is 11th and 12th grade so what happened was um now because um this is what i'm studying my degree is clinical psychology so of course you study everything very clinically very practically but in intermediate in uh, 11th and 12th grade um things were different um the books uh that were recommended and what i was taught were the exact same things just summarized symptoms of a few disorders and that genuinely scared me i remember 
I was scared to read that book because I was like, I know I have this disorder. I know I have it because it's written here and I have this and I feel this and this and this. But then now when I read the say read about the same disorder in the diagnostic manual and I just laugh and I'm like I was so stupid. Well, it wasn't completely my fault, but I just laughed to myself because I thought I actually had a disorder. Having a disorder is not um a very common thing, you know. it is common but it's not very common uh but it is very common to go through phases of anxiety depression and many other symptoms of particular disorders uh like mania like um hypomania some you know things like this uh mania is um it's um how do i explain it you feel extremely elevated you have an elevated mood okay sometimes maybe you've experienced it i have experienced it but that doesn't mean that i'm mentally ill or i need a therapist we all experience normal things like we experience happiness and sadness like sometimes i just feel extremely extremely happy extremely elevated my mood is really elevated so that doesn't mean that i have a disorder that doesn't mean i have the specific disorder that uh mania is the symptom of it just means that there's something normal yes something very normal and as humans we are made of emotions we are created in a way where we are supposed to experience emotions and uh, not everybody can remain happy exactly and you know we do have seasons right just like how our nature has seasons even we as humans we have seasons in life we have There are moments you get upset, you get depressed, and by depressed I do not mean uh, the actual chronic depression. Yes. But I mean the common uh, depression where you get when you where you feel hopeless, where you lose hope, and uh, you feel rage, you feel uh, annoyed, and you you are filled with animosity and every kind of emotion, which I think it is quite common. alongside with the disorders and the mental illnesses which are found on the internet shouldn't be taken exactly because these are the things we all undergo we all experience at least once in a lifetime so yeah if you're uh, worried about a disorder instead of go- googling it just go see a therapist or their helplines call them or their therapists uh, that as i mentioned earlier that are available on call um they can do you know 
online interviews and sessions you know uh, to video call and stuff you can do that it's pretty easy uh, and because of these you know online sessions you don't even have to tell anybody even though i um want people to tell people i am seeing uh i'm seeking help but still if someone can't get over it because you know everyone's different um you we shouldn't push people too far and be like do it do it do it so if someone's that sensitive and telling them twice or thrice that you should do it and they're still not willing we shouldn't push them too much so for such people they can start with the internet they can start with the uh you know uh video sessions and how do you differentiate as to what is reliable mm-hmm. the internet it is mm-hmm. a vast ocean which has both reliable and lot of unreliable uh, sources of information right so uh, if somebody wants to help themselves like a self help help kind of a um, yes they want to help help themselves how do you think they should proceed um kind of sources can they actually choose? i don't really uh, go for websites because honestly i don't trust websites um there are psychologists that um you know you might know psycho- psychologists in your area or in your city and of course you'd get their number from anywhere um so there are these psychologists that have their own clinics and then there are psychologists that are working in hospitals so the ones that are working in hospitals they uh don't really have much time for online interviews or sessions because you know they have a job so but the uh, um psychologists that or therapists that uh have their own clinics they can set up or uh you know set up an appointment for an online interview very easily so uh in um, wherever you are in your city i'm sure you would know a few psychologists or um you would know um or you could even google you know on maps or anything or through someone to someone you know you could uh, get to know about any psychologists that are in your area uh, that have their own clinics you could contact them ask them is it okay for you to have video sessions with me or uh something like that if they're okay with it then that's wonderful Thank you so much as well. Thank you.